The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsik, Dr. Feelgood himself. What the fuck is happening, my friend? Just another fun week. <laughs> Yay! I would like to say right off the top a very happy uh, eighth anniversary to my wife. What up, dog? Is that today? Like, as we yeah. record this? Fuck, she is so understanding. Oh, my God. Well, I told her I told her earlier when we were at dinner that I should just tell you that I need another day. She said, no, you need to do it. So. Wow. Okay, well, she's a trooper. Um, God, that's fucking nuts, man. But happy anniversary. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, though. Oh my goodness! So, uh, what else is new? Not much. Um, I announced a VIP investigation for the conference. I saw this at a local historical place in Westport called the Harris Kearney House. There's only 15 tickets, Whoa. and they're starting to sell, and they're only 25 bucks. So Damn! If you're listening to this and you want to go to it, book it now. I mean. Dude. We may announce a second one on Saturday, but right now it's the only one we have. It is Friday night, August 3rd, after the conference. So you come to the conference, you hang out, you investigate, and then you come back the next day and tell us all about what that happened. Dude, that's so cool. Super cool. I am super stoked, by the way, because, yeah. oh, yeah, I uh, got my uh, got my hotel room ready to roll for, uh, for the KC Paracon. You and Chuck? Me and old Chuck. I'm going to be bunk mates. That's what's up. We're going to do it on fucking right. It's going to be a good time. Did you get it close to the venue or where, like, you don't no. have to say what hotel, but no. what area? Um, uh, same spot as where I was last year. Oh, one of the casinos. Yeah, one of the casinos. One of How was somewhere. that drive last oh, year? <laughs> the drive sucked because it was like a torrential fucking downpour. Um, <laughs> it was like horrible weather. But, uh, yeah, this, I mean, you know. Now, let me ask you this. Are you going to be hanging out all weekend? I'll be there all weekend. All right. Yeah. Cool. Fucking A. It'll be fun. Be a good time. Another announcement. Yeah. I'll let you announce it. I'll let you announce it. Oh! I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, I got it. No, we are now officially. God, this has been months in the making now but we are now officially on spotify you guys can now find us on spotify i'm i'm excited about it but god damn like it took forever did it not like jesus they are like apparently i don't know if they're that selective or if they were just like that on the fence about like our show i think I that know. they just they opened it up and they were inundated would be my guess the uh, first time we submitted we submitted outside our hosting service right right and then our hosting service got a relationship with them uh-huh. but i think when our hosting service got a relationship with them everybody else on that hosting service submitted yeah, so yeah. they're like i'm just, doing it they had to take their time that makes sense well it took took a while but by god it happened Thank they had Christ. to send off some clips to Hillary for approval because we bashed <laughs> her quite a bit in the last few years. Oh my God! In all fairness, it really wasn't just Hillary; it was it was the entire Clinton family. But <laughs> oh my God, what a great episode that was! That was fun. That was a lot of fun, and we're still alive to tell the tale. How about it? Yeah, shows how insignificant we are. Hey, 
Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So I've been like, you know, perusing and all of this fun stuff over, um, you know, the the different uh, weirdo fucking news sites that we always uh, frequent. And and this story seemed to like pop up at me because the headline is a little misleading. Okay, because it says, forget Yellowstone, a new supervolcano is brewing under Massachusetts. Under Massachusetts. Now, there are other calderas around the planet. There's eight or nine of them at least. Oh, yeah. Um, So I don't I didn't know about this specific one, I guess. I didn't either. And that's why I wanted to, like, really read into this. But it does say um, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, uh, uh, Vermont, they're all sitting on top of a a new super volcano. And by new, I just mean newly discovered, apparently. Um, But it says residents along with geologists of the United States have been focusing on the supervolcano at Yellowstone. But while they have been doing so, what is described as a huge mass of molten rock has crept up under the northeastern states of the United States. Um, this geologist here, Professor Vadim Levine, said the upwelling that we detected is like a hot air balloon. And we infer that something is rising up uh, through the deeper part of our planet under what we call New England. Um, This essentially then means that residents of Massachusetts, New Hampshire, along with Vermont, are all sitting now on top of this supervolcano. But, I mean, up until now, the whole region over there was said to be, you know, geologically stable uh, with no active volcanoes. Um. This is what this is where it gets stupid as fuck for me. So the the geologists have pointed out the molten blob is lying under the center of Vermont, but it does have western New Hampshire along with western Massachusetts in its grip as well. Um they say that it might be that the magma is too small. So it might not even rise to the surface. However, on the other hand, perhaps it did not have time to do so quite yet. So for the time being, the residents of of these states in New England, you know, are are kind of holding their breath. But at the the same time, it may be, you know, future generations that that have to worry about this. And they are even estimating, you know, perhaps in another 50 million years. Are we even going to be around in 50 million years, my friend? I doubt we will be. I'm highly doubting it as well. Don't you think, like, we'll be goners by then? Complete fucking goners. Yeah, probably. And I mean, honestly, we... 50 million years. That is a Well, not even with that number. Um, But, so, we barely know scientific fact about, facts about, not facts, but what am I trying to say? Trying to spit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Most of what we know about the middle of the planet, even just like a few miles down is theoretical. We've, we've boreholed down, you know, 20 some miles. Yeah. But everything below that is just theory. Um, yeah, we bounce sound waves in other things down there. Sonar to, to get meetings and stuff, but we really don't know what's going on in there other than having theories about it. So, I think this kind of thing could pop up. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. The crust, obviously, of this planet, if it isn't flat, <laughs> Christ, is riding on lava. So, yeah, who knows where it could just pop up? You know, yeah, yeah. Things are stable, but this the the history of this planet is nothing is not stable at all. Oh hell no! We're just humans are just a little blip, right, on the history of the planet. And I would say Fair. most of the history of the planet, the <clears throat> surface of the planet, has been very unstable. So yeah. Yeah. at any moment, we could just like slip into the, you know, the whole crust can become unstable and some process that we have no idea because it happened you know 100 million years ago right as could be starting up again and all of a sudden it's a very fast process and we're all encased with 
lava. Oh, Who knows? God. That would it be, like, be the like We worst. could turn into, like, that planet from the third Star Wars movie. I never saw it. Oh. <laughs> well, it, was, it was basically Lava World, like oh. from Mario World. Gotcha. Gotcha. See, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Good stuff, though. Good stuff. But yeah, apparently they're going to kill us. Something's going to kill everybody on this planet at some point. Unless, in all honesty, though, like, yeah. Well, the thing is, is hashtag space force. The only real (laughs) preparation that the only real, truly, let's say, let's call it insurance that the human race could survive is part of it has to leave the planet. Space force. The planet could literally be engulfed in something and kill everything on the planet. So yeah. There's no protecting from that. There's n- absolutely nothing that we can do that As, science can think of, and I believe that we could ever think of, that could 100% protect the planet. No, nah, I think we're pretty much fucked in any way. Like, I just hope that when it happens, it's fucking quick. You know what I mean? Like, it's quick. Um, like on that movie Knowing with Nick Cage. You ever see that flick? Yeah, but they it was fast. They knew, of course. They knew it was coming. Not no, it was oh, they, coming. I'd rather just like a flash and it's gone. Yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. They knew it was coming. And then it was a flash and they were gone, but they knew it was coming. Well, so there were people that knew it was coming, but part I guess part of the planet would have been an instant thing. But yeah, you could yeah. see that thing coming in that yeah, movie. Like you could, yeah. You would have time to freak out. I'd rather have a flash <laughs> than the whole planet's gone. That's a good point. I don't know if we're that lucky, though, my friend. Like, I, I think, think so. no, I think it might be a shitty situation. I don't know, man. God bless. Uh, I've been watching a fuck load of Jurassic Park lately. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't get enough of it. So I watched, like, for the past, like, four nights or l- last four nights consecutively. You know, I've done what I had to do and all that fun shit. And I did a couple, like, radio interviews and all that stuff. But then I, like, got right in front of the television. And I'm like, okay, Jurassic Park 1. And then the next night, it was the second one, then the third one. And then last night, I watched uh, Lost World. Um, I really need to get my ass to a movie theater. Uh, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. You know? I really want to go see the new one. So what made? Oh, that's why you decided to watch all the rest of them. You yeah, wanted to I just see the wanted new like, one. I just wanted to like catch Had up. Have you seen them all before? Oh yeah. No, it was weird though because I didn't remember a lot about the third one at all. I don't think a lot of people remember a lot about the third one. It's I've because seen it, it was shit. <laughs> Is that the one where the Alan comes back? Stealing eggs? No, like oh yeah. So like, the second one. Now, the third one. Is Which one has the redhead in it? That's the newest one. Julianne Moore. No, Julianne Moore. Oh, that's the second one. That's the second one. Okay. Yeah, and that also has like Vince Vaughn, a very young Vince Vaughn, before that's he had right. like all the, the bags one that's under stealing his eyes. Eggs. Yeah. Wait. No. I don't know. I think that's the third one. He's stealing the eggs, and the Raptors get pissed. Okay. And then the they have to offer the them up. Cra- like the, the family boating crash into it, right? And they have to go on a rescue mission. And it has William H. Macy in it. Yes. That's yes. number three. I was like, that's the fucker from Shameless. Like, what <laughs> up? <laughs> I haven't watched that show. And fucking Taya Leone. Holy shit, man. Like, back in her day, she was, my goodness. My goodness. Well, speaking of end of the world. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> my story is the White House releases plan- latest plans to save Earth from asteroids. Fucking hashtag Space Force. Space Force. Fucking Space Force. Yeah, that's the first line. It says, okay, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Please. Space Force. Please. Let's do it. <laughs> it's never going to get old to me. I'm sorry. D- dude, I want to join, honestly. Fuck that. <laughs> like, Why not? No. No. Just fucking no. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
So anyway, the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, announced this month the creation of the United States Space Force, which pretty much already existed in the form of the Air Force Space Command and was almost universally opposed by military leadership. But hey, who cares? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He sure as fuck doesn't. While the creation of the USSF has been controversial and fodder for late-night comics the world over, it does highlight the fact that space is playing an increasingly important role in the military operations. Shit, yeah. All the major superpowers operate some form of space-based weaponry or killer satellites. While U.S. intelligence agencies have been warning for months now that, like winter, war in space is coming. Boy. While these man-made space-borne threats are indeed terrifying, the fact remains that the most pressing threats from the outer space are the hundreds of thousands of potentially deadly near-Earth objects circling the solar system, biding their time. (laughs) You know, that's a fair point. I'm going to send you this uh, photo real quick. Okay. I think I have Messenger on my tablet here. Yes, I do. You know, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, okay, let's let's talk about a war in space, right? Um, just for a moment, let's talk about it. Now, you talk about space debris and shit like that. Let's talk about, like, knocking somebody's fucking shit out of commission and then they're tumbling then into the atmosphere. I mean, what the fuck? Now we're going to have casualties because they wanted to have a pissing match in outer space. Well, we already have collateral damage. In any, um, of course. We any don't. Any war we- that we have <clears throat> now will probably Correct. end up in some sort of fallout situation Absolutely. around the world. But so- we don't know what that's like here. <laughs> we don't have a clue what that's like here. No, we don't. No, our generation doesn't, obviously. Right. But, did, yeah, you, so, uh, um, did you send that? Oh, yeah. I did, yeah. Whoa. So the orange is previously known. Okay. The blue is things we've detected, and the white is things that we've discovered. The red is what we don't know. It's estimated that the the red is out there. And this is all debris. No, this is all, like, asteroids, just random stuff in space. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of shit out there. Obviously, we're the third ring out. Right, but that's a lot of shit. Look what we're flying through all the time. I mean, obviously, yeah. this is a very condensed model. That's a lot. So it's going to look... But I'm surprised nothing's hit in our lifetime. Like Nothing... Because uh, we've had with... things come in, obviously. Yeah, but I mean... Shooting nothing... stars and stuff happen all the time. Right, but what you're talking about is something that is majorly impactful right or something that just happens to hit the point like things hit the planet but they don't really do much damage right now if something significant in size though were like knock the shit out of the planet like that would do some crazy damage to the point where we'd probably all just fucking disintegrate oh so what is something that we've learned on the ectoplasm show and most conspiracy theorists have learned uh in the last two decades what um what's something that goes along with like a big disaster like 9-11 maybe not a big disaster but what always pops up conspiracy seems to be going on well not conspiracy theories seems to be going on when these things happen like 9-11 the boston bombing the sandy hook what else is going on in the area at that time? No idea. Drills. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, it looks like NASA and the Federal Emergency Management Agency, no. which no. is FEMA, no. have been conducting war game simulations over no. the last few years to test their preparedness ahead of any future asteroid impact events. Oh, mother. F- 
God. Yeah, Homer said it best. God. Seriously? So it says... Um, oh, damn it. Remember, it's a question of when and where, not if. The result of those simulations is the White House's latest national near-Earth object preparedness strategy and action plan released earlier this week. The 23-page document outlines how various agencies of the U.S. government plan to increase their preparedness. It's funny that they talk about increasing their preparedness right. for when it impacts, not <laughs> prevention. Not uh, prevention, right, exactly. <laughs> Over the next decade, and develop strategies for both mitigating the risks of NEO impacts, I guess that's prevention, and planning what to do in the event of an inevitable next strike. God. The White House lists five main goals for the NEO plan. Enhance NEO detection is the first one. Tracking and characterization capabilities. Enhanced NEO modeling prediction and information integration. Develop technologies for NEO deflection and disruption missions. Like Increase that. international cooperation for NEO preparedness. And strengthen the routinely and routinely exercise NEO impact emergency procedures and action programs. It sounds like they've been listening to me over the last year. Yeah, I think they just plugged into the ectoplasm show. And they're like, hey, this fucking Dr. Feelgood, he knows what he's talking about. This is right in our wheelhouse. <laughs> it's just like, whatever, shut up. <laughs> no, I was reading ahead to see if there's anything. Worth reading on in there. Um, so they are taking steps. I think you should probably reach out to them. They need to pick your brain. Yeah, but Kupzik. I don't know if I have any ideas of how to do it. I just think we need to do more about it. You know what? I would suggest, like, take any weird-ass fucking thing from science fiction that you could possibly fathom and throw it out there. And it's probably already in production. Just going to throw it out there. Yeah, probably. It's being beta tested somewhere. We have space lasers. <laughs> All I wanted were freaking sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. God. <laughs> we're going to call it a Death Star. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Well, I don't know. I think we need to get you in touch with the people. With the peeps, the good peeps. Um, quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Have you ever wondered or wanted to know, like, when you're going to die? Not really. No? Don't really give yeah. a shit? No? Mm, I'd rather <clears throat> not know. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, it does say a new study has been released that now outlines... Um, you know, how computers are more accurate than current models in uh, predicting and anticipating hospitalization stays, mortality rates, and other things like that. Um, now, what they are calling customizable healthcare experiences. This is not. <laughs> uh, so, this is um, the world of deep learning, another uh, advanced function powered by. Google. Uh, in order to improve the overall healthcare experience and to save the four biggest insurance companies a boatload of money, there has now been created a deep learning model to personalize healthcare. More specifically, a model that can collect all your personal medical data, analyze it, and then um, against everybody else's, you know, personal medical data, and you know, begin then to act as a modern-day Grim Reaper. By basically guessing, uh, based on predictive modeling, when you're going to fucking kick the bucket. <laughs> so it's like, um, this guy here, he says, I am certain the reason behind all this work is, uh, once again, big money uh, while saving the uber rich even more dollars. This is the, the guy writing the article is saying all this says, uh, if you can predict my mortality, my length of hospital stay, my probability of being readmitted, and ultimately my overall health state, it is a far leap for you to start adjusting my insurance to account for the higher risk. Or, yeah, it's it's interesting, man. Um, Progressive and other insurance agencies already 
tape drivers and or send data back to adjust insurance rates, which, of course, we, we've known that for years now. Um, but, yeah, man, um, this guy gets a little edgy because he does go on to say, like, once again, what freedoms are we willing to give up to allow them to continue to take from our rights rather than provide us back with any quality of life? Additional liberties and or actual life-changing improvements. Um, so, you know, kind of a passive-aggressive son of a bitch, but he makes good points here. Um, interesting, to say the least. I will not probably be... Uh, partaking in this although i'm sure my insurance company at some point will so i don't know dude but if that's the direction we're going like uh it's pretty pretty interesting what do you think well insurance is a racket we all know that of course it is of Um, course it is What's the like car insurance is the perfect example. You can be paying for 20 years and you get in one little accident and your rates go up. Correct. What happened to all that money you paid for 20 years? You're paying for other people's problems. Yeah. But still. Absolutely. Um, Oh, what the fuck? As far as the insurance part goes. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I think it's all crap. (laughs) It is all crap. However, I do see it happening in the next five years. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I see, I see, um, well, it depends on who's in power, but I see the possibility of them watching your purchases and bank accounts to know what you purchase and what you consume. Yeah, absolutely. To raise insurance rates, say... You go to the liquor store a lot and you use your card or you're, well, I guess they can't, they'd ha- it'd be hard for them to track what you purchase. Yeah. But if you go to a store like a liquor store, that's what you're buying, right? Yeah. And I mean, it would tell them that information. I mean, you're at a liquor store, you know? Well, and everybody that goes to like the grocery store these days, they have those little, you know, cards that the business collects what you buy. Oh, yeah, you know they're they're like the saver cards or whatever. Sure, but really, sure. that catalogs everything you buy under your account. Here and in this small little you- corner of Iowa, we really don't have much of that yet. But yeah, we do have some. Yeah, of it. yeah. Um, it's so they can target you with ads in the future, right? Um, right. But if insurance ever gets access to that sort of stuff in the future. Um, they could say, well, what, what were you doing buying five pounds of butter and this, <laughs> you should you know, have known that dairy and, and meat and your heart's fucked now. And yeah. so we're going to sh- up your rates. Right. Yeah. My God, mm, man. I don't know. I don't know. Either, it's a dude. touchy subject. It is. It sucks. Cause it's going to fuck over a lot of people. A lot of people. Oh my goodness. Right, insurance bro. has its needs, but really, well, yeah, working people. Sh- I understand if you for like catastrophic things, but and I don't think it'll ever go back. But I think the medical field started out that you could afford basic stuff, sure, on the wages you made. But nowadays, you, you just can't, so you have to have it. So Correct. it's a it's well, it's no longer a force thing. It was a force thing there for a few years, but right. Really, if you want to afford anything, you have to have it. Yes, it's just ridiculous, though. We kind of big... need to go back to where basic medical care should be affordable, and then we wouldn't have to have crazy insurance amounts. Correct, and if can't afford it then maybe they can get you know they get a different level of insurance or something right and of course you have a, a level of insurance for anything catastrophic this yeah. smart anyways the but bitch of it is there's just too much money money to be made you know if i go to the doctors just to get a checkup it shouldn't be fuck hundreds <laughs> upon hundreds of dollars right. just for one appointment that you're seeing the doctor for well, 90 seconds. Yeah. Really? Right. 
From the time they enter to the time they leave, yeah. Everything looks great. Yeah. Dr. Feelgood, <laughs> see you this time next year. All right. Give you a nice little smack on the ass on the way out. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's take a little break and come back with some more fun-filled news. Come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. This is about to get weird. Join John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot each week as they clarify conspiracies. The first time euphemism's ever been used in this show, and I appreciate you calling me out on it. Explore enigmas. Disregard all known writing and use my method, which only <laughs> works on this. Uh, you'll realize it says drink rich chocolatey Ovaltine inside <laughs> the spaceship under the sphinx and probe the paranormal hold on a second uh, I'm, I'm pointing the laser at the wall now 71 71.1 71.2 admiral bird is here all of this done with the misguided help of the one and only conspiracy bot you're all idiots hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric stop on my joke i Thank will you. when they're good listen and subscribe on apple podcasts stitcher or your favorite podcatcher remember the truth is out there but you won't find it here stay woke meet sex one night one location one group of friends pushed their limits of sanity it was great it really made you think about some things how how everything's connected oh sure how do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being a, a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? Perception and stuff, just, you don't think of those things. So, very interesting. You're not allowed outside anymore. Watch the A Brush With Evil series, along with other Josh Hurd documentaries. Go to joshhurd.net. Find books, documentary films, and of course, the ectoplasm show. Joshherd.net. All right, folks, welcome back. Ectoplasm show round two. Here we go. Dr. Feel Good. What you got? So the next story I have has the image that I just sent you in. Oh. In it. And in fact, I don't really want to read the article because I think we can discuss this article or what this article is about without reading it. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> the headline is, we we could be multiple personalities of a cosmic conscience. That is outstanding. It sounds like so, a stoner. Well, it does. It right? sounds like a stoner thing to say. But it's, so, guys, like just to fill you in, like there's this cute little picture that Koopsik just sent me and it's um you know the the stereotypical god okay um older guy big white flowing beard um uh, but he's you know sitting up in the clouds um some of which look to be like they were self-made um uh, but he's smoking a bong okay <laughs> and he's exhaling a lot of smoke and he says dude who made me that's interesting. That's an interesting uh interesting little concept there. Now, I guess if you talk to the or if you refer to the Bible, right? Um nothing 
created God. God has always been, which is something that I, I struggle to wrap my head around, right? Um, now, personally, I struggle to wrap my head around like how the universe itself can be so fucking large um, and things of that nature. Um, things that would dwarf even uh, like what, you know, our sun and things of that nature. I, I find it fucking mind-bending to, to know so that there are me, other astral um, bodies out there that are that fucking big. But yeah, like it's so it's hard concept for me to wrap my head around. That, so that that concept's hard, right? Correct. Yes. Um, let me let me. Uh, that's one I'm, of the less I'm, crazy. Well, not, right. Crazy is not the right word. That's no. one of the less mind-bending <laughs> right. theories out there when it comes to religion. Well, I've asked so, myself the same question, and trust me, I was perfectly sober while doing it. I'm just saying, man. It's so, it's I mean, an interesting so thought. I I heard about this. Um, I can't, I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember the the religion that believes this. It's a okay. small religion, if I if I remember right. I think it's a Buddhist like religion, uh, where they believe in multiple gods. Um, okay. Anyway, so picture a pyramid with different steps. So on each step, there's a different level of God, right? Okay. So all of time in this existence is broken down into cycles in this religion. All right. And I'm trying to, to remember the details. But anyway, so the, the each step is observed and protected by a different god. So there's a there's a subatomic gods all the way up to ones watching over our solar system, then one watching over this universe. Sure. And then one watching over this. So the you wow. know, the upper level gods don't care about, about what's going on with humans because right. it's not their deal. Yeah. But there's one god in this religious theory, there may be other gods above this god, but this is the one god that they've come to realize that this is the creation of our existence and everything in it. Okay. And it's this massive being that we are, not humans, the entire universe, is existent in just one exhale. Of this being. What? And when it breathes back in, is the destruction of the universe, and then it's recreated and breathed back out. But everything that we know, the 10 billion years or 100 billion years that we think we know of in our existence in the, the solar or the galaxy's existence, is one exhale of this being. Dude. And eventually that being will die. And then there'll be no more. What? (laughs) Is this theory from this, this religion? Think about that a little bit. I just, yeah, I'm trying. That is true. Hang on. I'm going to go. Then we're even more minuscule than anything. Like that's, that, that was, that's one of the things that I've theories that I've heard from different religions or science that makes me feel even smaller than just thinking about the existence or the size of our universe. Hang on one second here. Just, just give me one second. Mm. And I can't even remember the details. There was a lot more details than that. Yeah. I had to. I had to hit that. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Um, I, I I feel like I didn't get it across <clears throat> the way it got across to me. So maybe no. we'll have to do a an invest or a episode on that in the future. I think. But. I but I think you made your point though, man. Like my fucking god. Like that's ridiculous to think about. That is ridiculous. But I'm not. But dis- I'm not. Uh, but I'm not discounting it. I'm not discrediting yeah. it or anything I, like that. I because- want to look that theory up again because I want to present it to our listeners in a better way. So look for that in the future. But let's get back to this <laughs> a story little, a little more eloquently <laughs> about this idea that right. we, you, are just a different personality of this greater being 
then I am another personality and we're just interacting within their mind. Well, if we are interacting in everybody's separate personality, <clears throat> excuse me, we are what? We are we at the seven billion mark just on this planet alone? Have we yeah, hit seven but I billion mean, or think about maybe I'm, maybe <clears throat> these aren't personalities that they're aware of. Right. Maybe it's more of where cells within them. I see what you're saying. Maybe. I, I mean, what do you oh think about that possibility? God. I'm still trying to wrap my fucking head around it, but it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, if you, yeah. If you think of um, so computer programs, okay, there's all these processes going on in the background that we never see, but they're interacting with each other. Yes. And what if, for some reason, it's built into the code that they're to think that they're sentient? I like that. And they think, you know, that they are alive when really it's just a program thing within. Th this is the whole matrix, matrix right. thing, even really. Yeah, so, sure. I just, I don't know. It. Oh my god, dude! Like we need to discuss this like further. We need to like do some really serious research on this. Is the um projected consciousness that okay. our physical body is just a receiver for the consciousness of that it's originated somewhere else but on a different right uh different plane or a different dimension and our body our mind is just created as the format that we're digitally uploaded into our bodies oh my god <laughs> that is fucking weird i i you know the I've been thinking about that a lot lately, and there's a lot of things yeah. that, that that can explain, if that's the case. Science, as we know it, has no way to explain the mind. Our consciousness. Correct. Yeah, consciousness more specifically, but yes. And there's absolutely this goes, no way. Like, to expand on this just a little bit, that specific thing just a little bit, if the structure of our mind is just created by a force rather than the matter creating the mind the mind or the the or the matter other than the matter creating the consciousness the consciousness creates the matter okay so if the consciousness is creating the matter then the consciousness can be considered a force right sure so every cell in your body that this is some stuff that's been proven by science. Um, so let's say you um, you get a cut on your arm, and yeah, you'll have a scar, but things regrow, and yeah. it looks like your arm again. Sure. Something is set up structurally to make that happen. Is it matter creating that, or is it that you have a field within you that is set to grow that Shit. stuff like that would um would explain phantom limb syndrome yes that the construct yes. that your body is made from or, or not the construct the the format like the like the foundations of your physical self yeah not your bones but the foundations that your body is built around Maybe some sort of force. Son of a bitch. And it's still there, whether the physical part is there or not. Oh, buddy. This is so fucking I, outstanding. I don't know. I've been doing a lot of looking and reading in, into this lately, and there's yeah. a lot of things that can be explained with this. It's not like they're claiming to know this, but there's a lot of things that could possibly be explained by right. us... Our some our physical our non physical consciousness and framework for ourselves is projected and our body is created from that Jesus. rather than our body creating our mind and ourself. That's fucking deep, sir. So we well, need that's to the look kind of stuff that I've been. Well, we need to like later. do an entire show on this. I'm dead serious when I say that. Like, w number one, we need to figure out. <clears throat> excuse me, 
we need to figure out who these people are that that are believing this 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 religion if you will right um okay so the religion part is different from the other part okay um the religion part is the one where it's um the big god and the little god right and whatnot. what i'm they saying don't necessarily is that they believe the the projected consciousness. I put those things together because we were also talking about the multiple personalities. Right. What I'm saying, though, is like that, those people right there, That's that idea structure is kind of birthing this, this discussion, um, which I think we need to like fucking really dive into, though. Like that is fucking nuts. But I do want to know who these people are first and foremost. And then I want to yeah, look I'm going to have that. to find some of this, the material that I was that I found that idea from. That's freaking cool, though. I do feel like I need like a like a bong rip or something. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, my God, no, but I, honestly, I, I have been <clears throat> lately coming to the idea. So that would hang on explain things like astral projection. Right. And it could yes. explain things like astral projection. What about interdimensional travel? What about like telekinesis or, or ESP type ability yeah. as well? And what, and it, it could be, you know, Shaggy a long time ago asked us to do an episode on the unified field theory. Yes. Where all paranormal things are connected, but I would feel that this may show that everything's connected. Right. And yeah, it won't explain anything other than having a source behind it. The possibility of all of it. Because if the, if our minds, our consciousness is projected into this reality, into this dimension, it may be housed somewhere else. We may have another body in another dimension oh, that boy. we're not aware of oh at this God. time that's just asleep. I mean, all of this stuff, if, if if our minds are projected into our bodies, our consciousness is projected into our physical being, that could explain everything. Jesus Christ. So, like, oh, my God. Wait a minute. My head just it went to a... could explain spirits? Yes, it yes. Can, even if it doesn't <clears throat> give it an exact explanation of how it works. It can explain our interaction with spirits. So it can explain our interactions with shit. UFOs and aliens. It can explain Bigfoot. Maybe Bigfoot is just a step up the ladder and can come in and out of this physical reality right, we exactly. have. My head went to a really, really strange place for just a moment. But you were you were discussing what if somebody else, like another version of us, were on a different plane of existence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now kind of go with me on this, but you said, you know, more or less asleep. And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, what would be the antecedent of a wake up call, right? What would be the wake up call for, like, let's just say hypothetically, they're all asleep. They're all there. They all exist. However, they are asleep. Everything pretty much exists almost exactly the way we are. Almost. There are subtle differences, Right. So let's say in a, a complete annihilation of this, what we know as reality right now would be completely wiped away, wiped clean. What if that were the antecedent for the wake up, right? Now that then, <clears throat> excuse me, leads me down a really fucked up rabbit hole where we start talking about, um, God damn it, what's it called? The Berenstain Bears thing. Oh, Mandela. Thank you. With the Mandela effect and all of that stuff, right? And and the reality exists, and nothing seems to necessarily have changed. Um, but there are, again, like subtle differences, blah, blah, blah. Which a lot of people, by the way, do believe that that actually fucking happened in 2012 um, with a fuck-up at CERN. Yeah. Right? Like, all right, well, so this is part of this, this whole... Dude, Everything has we have never sounded more headline. stoned. We have never sounded more stoned in in the history of the show. But, just but I love it. Stick with me for one more second. Okay, yeah, so yeah, everything yeah. came from this headline, right? We could be the multiple personalities of cosmic consciousness. Yeah. But we could also be, let's say, our what we are is housed somewhere else. Yes. And we're projected into this body. What if that 
consciousness is splintered into multiple lives living at once, learning oh, different things. Shit. And oh. then when we go to sleep, we have some kind Good. of connection that connects us to one of those other lives for a few hours. Wow. Oh, my God. Koopsik, we're interfacing. That's, <laughs> that's what we're doing, buddy. <laughs> this is amazing. But there would, so obviously there would be, uh, there would seem to be things in place to keep us from knowing this. But this could explain people that do know, psychics that have seen yeah. things. Um, yeah, there you go. This could be an explanation for for everything. Oh my God. Dude, you need to write this book. Yeah, we're going out there looking for ghosts is really yeah, what we're running into. Is, is another version glitches. of... yes, or, or just glitches in the structure <clears throat> of what we're supposed to be experiencing. Exactly. Yeah, call it whatever the fuck you want. Like, I mean, Call it the Matrix for fuck's sake. Oh, my God. What if... What if... And I'm starting a new religion, and if you want to follow me... I'm already there. Yeah. What is it? I haven't come up with a name yet. <laughs> I'll uh, let my, follow, my followers give me a name, and then I'll just ooh. name the religion after that. We need to call you, like... I don't know yet. I don't know. The Swaven Day Boner, Colonel Chubbs Day you know, Snazzy you know, Pants. <laughs> we need to run this idea past someone like Chuck who does have different yes. perceptions. I like that. And see if he thinks that that might be a possibility. He could tap into something maybe. That or no, be... just see what he, how he feels about. Because most of the time when you ask someone such as that, they, they have no idea how it happens or where it comes from. Right, exactly. I mean, in the majority of them have experienced things like this ever since they were young. Um, you know, practically old enough to remember in some cases that I've, you know, I talk to people, you know. Um, I have a buddy in, you know, Omaha, Psychic Andy. And I... I'm, it's so weird to me. Like whenever I'm around a psychic or somebody who's claiming to be psychic, like I just, there's something inside of me that just kind of freaks a little bit and I'll be like, fuck, they know exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just weird. It's just weird to me. I don't know, buddy. We need to do that though. We definitely need so to do that. So in theory, if I'm able to break my bonds, I can mentally project myself inside of you <laughs> i will enter you <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh buddy <laughs> do we really need to do that psychedelic thing we really need i think to do so that. too um i mean what if that not, is detaching you from your mortal existence right or your physical existence right. and you're experiencing things that are so out then, there but here's my question then so then what happens during what we would consider to be the dying process the the act of a body expiring what then happens you know what the fuck goes on from there or does that <clears throat> excuse me does that uh consciousness or whatever just project onto another version of you somewhere else. I don't know. I Fuck. I still kind of even even with this, I still kind of have the feeling that we're not supposed to know if our physical or our, our whatever you want to call it, our original self, where if, if we are projected into our bodies, whatever it's projected from, if that knows what it's doing, yeah then it, it it's doing it for a reason it wouldn't want itself to know i at least uh, so all of this is in the human perspective right yeah and maybe we have no fucking clue what these things are thinking because and i would totally agree we have no reference as to what it might be correct like what we know is just a drop in the bucket Honestly, son of a bitch. Question, real quick. This just popped in my head, too. 
when you were having all these revelations, were you or were you not in the state of Colorado, and what the fuck were you doing? Uh, <laughs> no, this has been a uh, buildup, and it hasn't and it, necessarily been revelations. It's just uh, stuff that I've okay. heard about and then spent time thinking on. Did the buildup come to a climax whilst in the state of Colorado? No. So okay. I was in Colorado with my family, and even though I am not a member of the church, it was my parents' church retreat. So nice. it wouldn't really been the right setting to do any of that. It's a fair point you make. And I don't necessarily <laughs> think that, yeah, that makes you contemplate things, but I don't think uh, that that's life-altering substance. So It really doesn't make me want to contemplate anything. I'm no good at being high. I will say that. I just want to eat a lot and go to bed. That's it. That's all I want to do. Just maybe cuddle up with... Cuddle up with Koopsik or something. Hey, where are you staying for the KC Paracon, buddy? <laughs> uh, in my bed. Got a big room. <laughs> I actually do have quite a big room. I'm saying I got a big room. <laughs> oh, you got a big room. Me and old Chuck. Well, look, if you practice your astral projection. Hey, then I can, in fact, in theory, enter you. <laughs> Or at least enter, always your, enter enter your bedroom. How about that? <laughs> oh my god, good stuff, my friend. All right, now let's get into this. Where can people find us and all that fun stuff? If you want to give us a call, send us a voicemail or a text message or anything like that. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. That goes directly to Doctor Feelgood himself. Yes, and we did get a text this week. Hey, all right. Um, we got one from Jenna saying happy solstice. Oh, she didn't say anything about butt sex? Nothing Not at all? in that, no. Nothing and at we all. did get a response from Shaggy saying he said, well, I wouldn't actually call my boys kids anymore because one's 18 and the other one's 20. And yes, that makes me extremely old. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Good stuff. And now and we do have a uh, we do have a voicemail. I don't think I've played on this show. What? Get out of here. Let me see here. Let me play this. Okay. Hey, you guys. Uh, this is your number one fan. And you guys are really something. I love y'all. That's Chuck. That was nice. That was super nice. <laughs> oh so, yeah, well, new stuff. This is good stuff. Now where where go to our threadless? Yeah, people need to go get some more ecto gear out some there. We got gear. an email from from threadless saying you guys suck. You haven't sold anything in about a month or so. Oh, is that what they uh, said? Actually, it was offering tips on how to get sales. But <laughs> they're like, hey, buddy. Hey, we Let's noticed you are making a us any bit money. More. Right. You're not really pulling in any revenue. Maybe you could help us out a little bit. Yeah, I see. I see. So go Good to stuff. ectoplasmshow.threadless.com. Absolutely. And get some ecto gear. Now, just out of curiosity, though, where, if people were wanting to find the ectoplasm show, where the fuck would they go? Where could they go? Um, They could go to the Pod Bros Network. What up, Pod Bros? the best podcast network out there That's they right. could go to itunes or anywhere else they can go to spotify now and now spotify that's right uh, or they can find everything ectoplasm at ectoplasmshow.com all the links to everything there i need to get the spotify link up on there but everything else is up there so hell yes if you're having trouble finding the threadless or you um one find an old episode or any of that it's all there absolutely absolutely including all right. our patreon link to our patreon go join patreon become a meat mate of the ectoplasm show and you get cool shit calling all meat mates that's what's up all right peeps well on that happy little note we're gonna let you all go thank you so much for tuning in and listening um, we will see you all very, very soon. Peace out.